Hey, this is Tracy. And this is Angie. And we're just, just saying. saying. So today, um, we're going to talk about a couple things that um, that we've experienced in our life and that is... We're going to talk about shit that is floating around in our heads. That's what we're going to talk about. That's what we're doing. So, go ahead. Let's get started. We were recently in the Big Easy... Doing the big Mardi Gras thing, and it was amazing. It really was. It's a whole different world. If you haven't been to New Orleans, you you just don't know. And I'm giving you all a huge shout-out because I think we all need a little more New Orleans attitude in our area. Oh, I most certainly do. Um, I found the people to be more unified, more dignified, Easy going. Much more easy going. Much more accepting of anyone and everyone. Oh, most definitely. Um, color is not an issue or doesn't seem to be for anyone that I saw or met. Um, nationality doesn't seem to be an issue for anyone. I mean, they just seem to be really nice and accepting of absolutely everyone. There wasn't sexism, racism that I saw, no. any kind of, you know, uh, people were accepting of anyone as far as even, even sexual, sexually. Yeah. I mean, even it was musical. musical. There were all kinds of musicians with all kinds of different vibes going on, on the street, playing their songs, trying to get themselves out there. And everybody was cool with all of them. And honestly, you know, for a place where you can just easily access alcohol and just kind of take it out on the street and just everybody, you know, you don't see the fighting or no. the negativity like you'd see in other areas no. if that was the case. No, there was not as much brutality, not as much ego. Now, you know, some of the tourists were yeah. a little stupid. They, they, we did but see they were stupidity. obvious tourists. Yes, we saw a little stupidity. We did. Um, but overall, I will say that the people seemed friendly, uh, polite, um, very laid back and accepting of and very everyone. very cohesive. Most definitely. Like, right, got it together. And, and extremely proud of their, their, uh, proud of their, their city. Very proud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Proud of their food, proud of their drinks, proud of their city, definitely. Definitely. I mean, and so many of the different people from the different crews or different, you know, uh, clubs there in New Orleans, they were all very uh, excited and loyal and, and you know, proud, you know, of, of their territory, of their area, of what they represented. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. The city takes great pride in Mardi Gras. I mean, it... It has, don't, it's, they're not saints there by any means, but I love their attitude and I love the trip. Their architecture is beautiful. Oh, gorgeous. If you want to see some interesting architecture dating back hundreds of years, I mean, you're not going to see, I mean, you see these wrought iron balconies on these beautiful buildings. Gorgeous. Buildings and gorgeous. gorgeous. It is. The Garden District, I mean, the homes are just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, I, I really think that the uh, greenery and the plants and everything are so pretty there. Definitely. Huge aquarium. That was pretty awesome. I mean, the the transportation even is beautiful. Oh, it is. The They've got guards. public trolleys. They've got public ferries. If you want to get around, they got it for you. They got it. And, and like I said, the people are all very proud and... Uh, you know, they really uh, put a lot of time, effort, and money into the Mardi Gras. 
And I even have, I have mobility issues, which not a lot of people know about, but there you go, now you do. Um, so I have to be in a chair part of the time if I'm going to go a super long distance because my legs won't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody even really gave me shit about that. <laughs> which was well, which is really nice because you know I mean it was it's so refreshing. crowded. It was so crowded there, and you know being Mardi Gras, and then we were in the French Quarter, and we were in on Bourbon Street, which is the most crowded street of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were really armpits asshole. <laughs> we were, and everybody there is drinking and feeling no pain. No, no, but we were still all pretty chill. Yeah, I didn't really see fights you know, really break out or attitude, barring one incident. There was one incident that I saw that was a little bit disheartening, but everything else, I mean, you're going to have that with that many people. And there was some stupidity. Oh, yeah. There were some deaths, but not because they did anything wrong, because people were being drunk and stupid. And, you know, you're going to have that in any and I don't know how you prevent that. No, no. <laughs> you know, unless you, you you couldn't possibly wall it up any better than they did. There were barricades to keep people behind everywhere. There were police everywhere along the streets. Right. I mean, aside from holding on to each and everyone's hand, I don't know how they could have prevented the deaths that happened. No, no. People just were non-observant. Of, of the limitations and the barriers and yes you know they just if they you're took it upon themselves to drink cross and be it. a Mardi Gras please have a buddy really who Someone has some sense one of you, you has in. to be semi sober one of you has to be like oh hey that's not a yeah, good idea yeah reel you back in for God's yeah. sake no yeah. but you know no amount no piece of plastic is worth your life no they're beads they they're are beads, beads for baby. God's sake and you know when you mix alcohol you know with basic human stupidity that's when you have tragedy yeah and it happened twice and god bless their souls and i am truly sorry i really wish someone had been there for and them. if you're not aware of that two people did die i mean they ended up getting ran over by the floats you know but they were you know past the barricades i mean and and i didn't this is the first year i've seen that i've been there for the last three years and this is the first time i've ever witnessed deaths also interestingly enough this is the first time i ever witnessed an actual some some friction and i hadn't i hadn't witnessed that when i went before um but i did see one incident and this this i want to point out because this is just really stupid and it started out with someone was slinging their trash around in a bag just kind of tossing it around well it it, 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 uh, you know, because they threw it up toward the, um, up toward the, the head of the crowd, um, it hit someone's leg. Well, then that person turned around and began yelling, you know, keep your trash back there, blah, 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 and threw it back. So that was how it started. Well, then, of course, you know, you everybody's drunk, everybody's feeling no pain. This woman, the woman that initially threw it at the front of the crowd and who got it thrown back to her, she threw it again and slung it a little harder this time and it hit someone again so then it proceeded to be an argument between the two and then a a guy jumped in and started getting very inappropriate I mean it was not his place anyway to be involved in it but he started yelling some you know obscene sexual remarks and it just it just uh devolved into like a fight didn't break out but it was close to being 
being there. I and could I, see where that could happen. And I mean, that could happen anyway. There were a few that were rude. Yeah. And like I said, they were definitely visitors, yeah. not residents. And the guy, <laughs> the guy, I won't say where he's from, but the guy did say he was a visitor. But, you know, when it, when it kind of devolved into that, I was thinking, okay, come on, stop. Because, yeah. you know what, it's just some trash, nobody was hurt, you know what Let's I mean? relax. Yeah. I mean, yes, it was, an, it was irritating and annoying. No, that woman shouldn't be throwing her trash around, especially bottles, no. you know. No. I mean, and it really could have hurt somebody. But, you know, all they needed to do was turn around and say, excuse me, please don't do that. Someone could get hurt. You yeah. know, I, I mean, instead of turning around and just screaming at the woman, because all that does is just escalate the situation. And then when you have someone obnoxiously jumping in and and throwing names around and you know I I was just like come on we're not high school we're not kids we're adults let's behave like adults let's exactly let's behave like adults and like I said that's the only time I've ever seen that uh, overall I think everyone was pretty well behaved I didn't see anything major happen no. there were a few rude folks here and there but. And the parades, they're beautiful, they're massive. They put a lot of money and time into those parades. Um, every crew, you know, or, or a little club, a territorial club in New Orleans, they put their own parade up. And, I mean, they had some really neat, you know, parades that they had spent a lot of time crafting. And, you know, not only the floats, but all of the throws and the things that they throw off the floats. It's amazing the money that's, that's And they're put on in. the quickness with the cleanup. Oh, wow. They yeah. have got their stuff down. Uh, they've been doing that a long they time. They got people raking. They got people spraying. They got the trucks rolling through. It, they're in and out. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they know how to do it. And, I mean, it's a month-long celebration. So, you know, yeah. they have parades every weekend. Yeah, and so can you imagine the trash Tuesday. that they must deal with? And oh, they yeah. do it smooth and efficiently and politely. And I was told that every person, if I'm wrong, somebody correct me, but I was, I was told that every member of each crew has to put in so much money every year toward the throws. And oh. the floats that each one of them, you know, puts in so many hundreds of dollars. Wow. And so, and people do this without being coerced or forced to do it. I mean, people are that, right. you know, it's a big source of pride for them. Yeah, kindness of your heart kind of deal. It is. It truly is. It's just, it's about giving. It's about, you know, having a good time, um, celebrating their their history. Yeah. Yeah, putting your differences aside and just having fun. And a lot of cities could learn from that. Lots it was of that. too bad that, that, that there isn't a Mardi Gras in every big city. Yeah, yeah. We could use a little celebration and a little cohesiveness everywhere. Definitely. God knows we could use it in the White House right now. Exactly. <laughs> a little more accepting of people and their differences. Yeah. Celebrating differences and celebrating you know, our similarities rather than bickering. Yeah. Yeah, get it together for the greater good exactly. and have fun. Have a good time. Have a good quit, time. Quit worrying about, you know, the day-to-day -day and just take some time out exactly. and just enjoy life. Exactly. And I think that that's what Mardi Gras does. It does. And it's a success in New Orleans. It goes back, you know, goes back a long time. And, you know, there's no reason that it couldn't be done on a global scale. No, it could be. It could be. Uh, I know Australia has a Mardi Gras, I heard. 
I read. That's uh, cool. You know, yeah, I mean, there are some other Mardi Gras besides, you know, New Orleans. Mississippi has their own little Mardi Gras. But I just don't understand why it isn't more widespread. Yeah, yeah. I don't know either. But I don't know either. Something that we or should Or some learn other from. festivals of yeah. your own, you know, that are really done up. That are unique to the area that you live in. Yeah. You know? Um, but we just want to say shout out to, you know, to New Orleans. And the food was wonderful. The hospitality was wonderful. The people are wonderful. The people were amazing. They're great. So, hey, we'll be back. <laughs> see you we next will year. See you next year. See you next year. We Big have lots easy. of fun. That's right. So um, I think the next thing that now that we've done our shout out to New Orleans, uh, re now we're going to move into another subject which is related to dun, crowds, dun, 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 dun. and that would be coronavirus. <laughs> the the uh, virus that's named after a beer. Yes. And I think we need to drink a few more beers because nobody is being chill about this at all. No, no. This is just monopolizing the news. Yes. Yes. Uh, really, get your head together. Do what you're doing for a really bad flu season. Exactly. You don't need um, 30 cases of water. Uh, yeah. This is not the next apocalypse. The, uh, you would think it was. Now, it could become... If somebody got a hold of it and twisted it and made it something else. But as it stands right now, it's not the next apocalypse. It could kill lots of folks if we don't handle it. It is the corona right? apocalypse. The biggest problem on getting a handle on it is that you're contagious, apparently, before you bust a fever or any symptoms. But, you know, with any flu... With any flu, there's going to be casualties. There's going to be people with challenged immune systems that are going to fall victim. Yes. Um, so you just know, wash your hands. Wash your hands is the biggest thing. You know, sanitize. there's two things. Two things. Wash your hands. Keep your hands clean. Okay, that's the number one. And number two, cover your mouth when you cough. Yes. Don't cough yes. out into, you know, the air. And people are bitching, I can't get hand sanitizer. Okay, there's this thing called alcohol. It works the same. That's what it is. It works just the same. Get That's you some alcohol, is. stick it in a little bottle, puff it in your purse. Alcohol, you know, or alcohol gel. Take it's the same thing. wipes. Wipe off the stuff that you're touching that a thousand other people have just touched. Right. Wash your hands when you're done with your trip. And the number Wash one... Wash your hands before you eat and drink. They teach all health professionals across the board that the number one way to prevent the transmission of affection is hand washing. Yes. Very important, people. Wash your hands. Cleanse your hands, okay? Before, and, and, don't and keep your hands away from your, your mouth, nose. your nose. Yes. yes. Because that's another thing. You know, you see people putting their hands on their mouth and nose out in public and stuff. Don't do that. Not until you have completely cleansed if you're your me, hands. you have... You have twitches where you tend to put your hands on I your do face. that, too. I'm a bad habit kind so, of person. So, take your alcohol. <laughs> right, right. Wash them frequently. Take your alcohol. Uh, and really, and you know really what? try to not do it when you're out in public. And you know what? Really, you know, probably this is not the time to be shaking people's hands and everything else either. I mean, no. in general, I think that that's good manners. But with everything going on, just refrain. Yeah, just tell them, hey, you know, a lot of contagion out there right now. Right, don't have to be rude. You no, can just say, rude. you know, oh, the flu season's upon us, and, you know, so I'd 
prefer not to shake hands right now, you know, with everybody being so sick. I mean, you, you can, can do a Japanese thing, you know, give right. a bow if you have to. Right. But, you know, and a you nod. Know, right. And, you know, like, let's not blow this thing out of proportion. One thing we do need to remember is, you know, 3%, yes, there is a 3% fatality rate to this. But we're talking like... There's like a 10%, I believe is what I read, fatality rate to, you know, the regular flu. flu. Yeah. So, I mean, the, you know, granted, if you are someone of impaired immune system, for whatever reason, you know, like you're maybe you're undergoing cancer treatment or you have a chronic disease or, you know, whatever, or you're elderly, yeah, stay out of public areas as much as you can and protect yeah. yourself, okay? Yeah. But if you are a healthy adult, it doesn't... It, it isn't that um, dangerous to you. I mean, it isn't, you know, the spread, let's keep it within. Aside from yeah. the spread out being uniquely vicious. Uh-huh. It is. And I'm, I'm not sure where all of it's coming from. Now, can this, did you tell me, survive outside the body? Mm-hmm. Yes, it can. Okay. So, if you're sneezing... I don't care if you think you have a small cold. Right. Be polite. I think it Get can survive tissue, like 24 hours Sneeze into your arm. Mm-hmm. Something. Right. Don't spread stuff out there just in case. Um, wipe off your table. Wipe off your grocery carts. Right. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Biggest thing, like you would for any flu. Now, you know... Um, this is not the only coronavirus we've seen. We also saw SARS, which, you know, was in 2003, really, you know, made its mark. And, you know, it was kind of a global, you know, scare. Not as much. Makes not as me much, wonder maybe. a little bit on who's mixing chemicals where the, 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 and what the they're trying is, to do with yeah, them. The thing is, it has made a jump. It has made a jump a species from jump. species. So and that I find it started with SARS. It started with SARS. No accusations. It started with SARS, which they did trace to being, they did link it to a, you know, a facility, a bioterrorism facility, where it had leaked. They did that with SARS. So it does make you wonder if this didn't happen again. Right. Um, you know, first of all, we had never seen a coronavirus prior to 2003. Right. You know, that, you know affecting the human species. Right. So ever since SARS, now we have this, and I'm afraid you're, that, that this is going to be the new, brave new world. We're going to be seeing more viruses. we're going to see a lot of transmissions of more viruses that are, I hope, not a whole lot worse than this one. Right. Right. Let's but hope. you don't know, and let's be safer. The one caveat with this and let's is be cleaner. I still wouldn't have my infant out, you know, in a public area around a bunch of people. But the only caveat is that it does seem like it is affecting children less virulently than it affects adults. Yeah. Um, that is the upside. That's a good thing. I don't think there's actually been any children casualties, which is amazing. Not that I'm aware that, of. Not that I'm aware of, as of the last time I read, which was earlier today. Um they had not recorded any children being casualties of this. Um, generally, children now, tend I'm to have... sure there could be exceptions. Right. So if your kid oh, has any kind of immunity issues... Most definitely. Or very keep young. Them, keep them out you of certainly the don't want to take in largely crowded yeah, areas. Yeah, you don't want to take a six-month-old out or whatever. I mean, let's just no, use common sense. You shouldn't be doing that 
Anyway. Anyway, because we're still in flu season, people. Right. You should not be taking any children that don't need to be out, unnecessary trips, out with you. I mean, you know, keep them at home when they're little. Now, as far as, um, you know, the transmission, it seems like it seems to be harming the elderly the most. That's right. what I read. So, you know, definitely, if you have a grandparent, you have an older, you know, uh, especially one with respiratory family member, issues oh, already. with COPD or CHF yeah. or any problems, keep them away from from the general public. Yes. At least, you know, through and, flu season. And don't give them some of the, don't take one of these little tiny paper-thin masks. No, no. And think that's that going to help protect you. them. No. Because it's really not. No, it really isn't. Unless you've got some kind of a thicker respiration type liner or something in there. A HEPA filter. A yeah. HEPA filter. It's then just really, not. No. It's not going to do you. You need like a, you need like a standing mask or something heavy duty. Something right. thick to right. catch that on. And then don't reuse it 30 times and put it in your purse. I've, yeah, I've seen I've that saw, too. I, I, I have a relative. Okay. That has some issues. And I've personally seen this, and I swear to God, she's been cover- carrying the same little mask That's so in gross. her pocketbook for the last, like, six months. That is gross as hell. Okay, that stopped being healthy day one. Yeah, that that's gross. I mean, yeah, those are disposable them, for a you reason. throw them away. Right. If there ain't a way to clean it, don't use no, it. No, no, you're just right. Yeah. And here's another thing, too. If you're sick, stay at home. And by that, I mean, really, you yes. know, most yes. most health departments have set up testing now or you can go and get tested for it. But, you know, if you have any suspicion that you have anything, I don't care if it starts out and just seems flu. like it's the common no cold. No one wants your flu. Nobody wants your common cold. No. You know what? Don't go out. And if you're a business, stop being an asshole when people are sick and have to stay home. Thank you. They don't plan on becoming sick. They don't want to become sick. Exactly. They don't need to become sick. Exactly. And if you're one of those assholes that is calling in because you got the brown bottle flu, will you buck the fuck up? If you can't go out with the big dog, stay home with the pups. No doubt. Because, and I'll tell you something. Because you're the reason they're assholes to other people. This point <laughs> thing, you know, like a lot of... Um, right? Uh, right. 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 A lot of the employers, you know, they have a point system where they will, you know, point you if you call off or whatever. That needs to be rescinded during this flu season. Yes. I'm sorry. Because all that does is force people to come into work because they're scared they're going to lose their job. And then they come in and infect everybody. Yes. You yes. know, I understand that, you know, there are going to be people that abuse it. But would you, wouldn't you rather play it safe Yes. And have someone stay at home, yes. then come to work coughing all over you, and then it turns out you've got yes. the flu, coronavirus, now, whatever. Granted, if your employee has called off, yes, and that too, every Common weekend sense. for Common the last sense. four weeks, right? Every time they got to work Saturday, right. they, they're suddenly sick. We we know that. Then fine, require a doctor's note, right? But deal with, with people individually. Yeah, make it an individual thing. Right. Right. If you know someone that calls off all the time at the drop of a hat, okay, fine. That would Make be them excessive. show a slip. Yes. But don't, you know, don't 
badger employees and make them feel bad no. and tell them they have to come in. No, when and if you are the jerk employee that's calling off and causing all this problem because you go off whenever you got a hangnail, mm -hmm. stop it. Yes, you know. Grow up. Grow the fuck, oops, excuse me, up. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to try and bleep that for bleep, future reference, bleep, but bleep. I don't think we have that capability. So... That's what the warning is for yeah, explicit just on the beginning case, of our episode. Right, just in it's case. for Angie. No. For me. For me. For me. For Angie. Um, uh, it's that's, for Angie. But, but <laughs> yes. But we, we know, you know, I think you get the, the gist of what we're saying. And I would like to say this person who has been in the news, they have not identified him, but this person from New Hampshire that was supposed to be quarantined, that they had had tested positive for the coronavirus and was supposed to go home and self-isolate and instead went to a business meeting at a big, like, convention center or whatever. Shame on you. Shame you on you. You are a jerk, man. Not only are you, you a jerk. You should never have done that. I mean, you have put so many people at risk. And do you realize you didn't just put the people around you at risk? You put their loved ones you at risk. You are one of those on down jerks the line. like we were talking about earlier. Yes. You are one of them. What about the person that's that's beside you that you've coughed all over who then goes home with their infant child who maybe uh, has, you know, SIDS or whatever, infection. a respiratory issue and goes home. RSV. Right. Your kid already has RSV and now has been exposed to coronavirus exactly you know you could have have killed someone yes you could have resulted in the loss of life yes just because you couldn't stay in and had to go to some meeting yes don't be an asshat that that is that you know what to me that person should be criminally charged yes and when i say asshat i do mean i don't mean asshole i mean asshat an asshole serves a purpose an ass hat ain't got nothing at all. No. You are you are a a cad. You are the lowest form of humanity. If you are going to take your knowingly take your coronavirus infected self to a very public place and around hundreds of people. Yes. What is wrong with you? I don't not know. only if did you, you didn't put grow up knowing that that was a bad idea, I'm sorry for you. And not only did you put the everybody there at risk because it put, was bad. You put their loved ones and their loved ones and their loved ones on down the line at risk. Yes. Shame on you, and Shame you should you. be charged. Shame on you. And and why wasn't he made? No doubt, they should have kept him to be under wraps because. They held the cruise ship members for, right. what, a freaking month almost? Right, right. Trying to get home, all wanting to get home for one freaking case on the ship. And they let this guy go out at his own discretion? Why? The thing Does is... Does he have more money than we do? And maybe he didn't have a very violent case. Does he have more money than case. the people there? Maybe he didn't have a major case, but I will tell you something, but too. Still. I will tell you something, too. This person was a hospital employee. That's all the more reason for that person to be charged. They know all of... They should. I don't they care should. what department they, they work should. in. I don't care what department they work in. They see illness every day. They know what the results can be of, of the flu and viruses and things. And for them to knowingly, I don't know if it was a nurse, I don't know if it was a that's like cafeteria a kid, worker, but it's like taking a kid with chickenpox to the mall. Right, right. You don't do that. Right, and you can't tell me that a hospital employee didn't know better. Yes. So. Yes. 
So, anyhow, anyhow. our ran is over. Protect yes, yourself this season. You know what? Stay in when you're sick. Be careful when you go out. Don't drag your children out unnecessarily. Clean your hands. And don't Clean be an their asshat. hands. Right. You know, <laughs> and don't be an asshat. I think we've covered it. We have covered our bases for today. And we just want to say peace and love and understanding. Unless, of course, you're an asshat. Holla. Holla.